Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Watch me, don't get punked. Mm. And to be punked means to be intentionally fooled in some way. If you remember the TV show Punk, it had Ashton Kutcher, who was the host, and it had another individual, Chance the Rapper now, who's hosting it now. And the word punk literally means to be fooled in some type of way. Say, I will not be fooled. I- Listen, you've spent your last day, and let me prophesy strong, being hoodwinked, bamboozled, fooled, played, outwitted, taken advantage of, having people making you feel bad because you tell them no. Oh, y'all ain't going to say nothing. Making, having people to make you feel like you're obligated to do something for them when they won't even do it for themselves. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. You will not be fooled another day of your life. I need you to speak this. Say, let him who stole steal no longer. So watch me. In 2 Corinthians 2.11, we see the basis of this message. Pay attention because I didn't even see this until I just read this right now. Because God is always into the numbers. Numbers matter to God. And it's called gematria, which is the study of the spiritual significance of numbers. Pay attention. 11 is the number of dysfunction. It is the number of dysfunction. We're in the 11th month of the year, but this will not be a month of dysfunction for you. This is going to be a month where God's going to flip that thing for you. And what was supposed to be dysfunction is going to function what was supposed to be disaster is going to be deliverance what was supposed to be messed up is going to be your message what was supposed to be messy is going to be your miracle 
but pay attention to the verse 2 Corinthians 2 11 which means witness witness this let's go lest Satan should take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices which means the only way the enemy is able to take advantage of you is if you are not aware of his devices so we can defeat his devices if we know his devices now this is important because this has been the last month what was that bishop October of 2023 that will be the last month where the enemy used a weapon against you that's gonna work I'll talk over here October is going to be the last month where the enemy used the device against you and that device was successful. This time, watch me, the devil ain't even going to see you sweat. He's never even going to know that he's getting up under your skin. He's never even going to know that he's messing with you or aggravating you. He's not, Why? Because you are about to walk with such a boldness and such an authority that the enemy ain't even going to try you like he used to try you. I wish you'd look over at somebody and say, it ain't going to work no more, ain't going to work no more. You know why the enemy keeps trying you? It's because it keeps working on you. And some of y'all, you need to finally wise up to his game, wise up to his tactics, wise up to his devices, and say, let him that stole steal no longer. That used to get me upset, it ain't gonna work this month. That used to make me wanna holler, scream, cuss, and fuss, it ain't gonna work no more. That used to make me wanna quit, now it's gonna make me wanna fight. That Come on, say, it ain't going to work no more. So watch me. What is the devil? The devil is an accuser. What's an accusation? It's a charge or a claim that someone has done something wrong. So what the devil is all about is about you blaming so that you stay lame. Because when you blame, you're lame because you can't move forward. When you blame, you're lame. You can't move forward. What does it mean to be lame? Uh, when you think of lame in modern terminology, you think of somebody that's just, you know, not good, uh, whack, average, less than. But when you look at the word lame, it means one that cannot move. So when you're blamed, you're lame. You can't move because you're trying to figure out who's to blame instead of figuring out what am I going to do next. And for some of y'all, can I be honest? It don't even matter who was right or who wrong. The only thing that matters is what I'm about to do next. Let's talk. It don't matter what I could have done differently. The only question is, what move am I about to bust? Y'all ain't going to say nothing. It don't matter how it should have went, how I could have did it. That don't matter. The only thing that matters is the step I'm about to take. And for some of us in this building and online, this month of November, you're about to say bye-bye to the devices that used to work on you. You're about to say bye-bye to your past. Bye-bye to your failure. Bye-bye to your frustration. Bye-bye to being celebrated instead of being tolerated. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Come on, just say my favorite phrase over the last few months. Look at somebody and say, baby, bye, baby, bye. Come on, in the comments, type it, baby, bye, baby, bye, baby, bye. Why? Your accusations are not going to work against me. What does Satan do? Revelation 12, 10. Then I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, watch me, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, look at your neighbor and say, he's accusing you. Uh -uh, I don't like the way they said it. Say, this is a loud voice. All you did was whisper to them. Look at them and say it with a loud voice. And if you have somebody around you that won't say it, yell across them and they'll get the message after a while. Because this was the last, watch me, October was the last month you're about to let a person get in your way. 
Because for some of you, all the enemy does is get a person to come your way and they get you frustrated, aggravated, ticked off, pissed off, mad, angry. And watch me. And now you're lame because you're trying to blame. But in the month of November, you're going to have to learn how to look at some people and say, how your little problem all you want? But baby, I got somewhere to go. I got places to go. I got people to see. I got things to do. There's too much greatness on me. There's too much greatness in me for me to sit here and let your silence shut me down. So look at somebody with a loud voice and say, he's trying to accuse you. Watch me. He's the accuser of our brethren, which means what does Satan do? Satan, he accuses you to God. So everything you say negative, if you've ever had to deal with the law, here's what they say. This is what they say, officer. This is what they say. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. Well, who created the original court? God. What is heaven? A courtroom. He's a judge. What is Jesus? Our advocate. What's that? A defense attorney. What else is he called? Our counselor. What's that? A defense attorney. Watch me. So who's Satan? He's the prosecuting attorney, which means his job is to get up and say, uh, this is the state versus so-and-so. This is the United States versus so-and-so. This is something versus so-and-so. And some of y'all get mad because you're like, God, why am I having to deal with the verses in the first place instead of realizing, watch me, it may be them, but it's not just verse me. It's verse me and my God. And if God be for me, you tell me who. <laughs> you tell me who. You tell me who would dare be against me. Look at your neighbor say, heaven is the courtroom. So Satan is the prosecuting attorney. In fact, the term Satan is a title. Satan is actually not a name, it's a title. Devil is a descriptive term. It's not even a name. I don't want to go that deep tonight on this Wednesday. These are descriptions, got it? All right. So, so Hasetan is the Hebrew phrase, which means the adversary or the celestial prosecutor. His job is to prosecute you. You got to hear me. Which means he's looking for evidence against you to use against you. This is why Jesus had to die so that the evidence would be covered in the blood. <laughs> so any evidence he would try to use against you, watch me, it, the blood went on red, but it turns everything white as snow, which means you can't even find fingerprints. Oh my God. See, people try to bring your past up and God's like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about because I can't even find the fingerprints. Yeah, you used to be at the club, but your fingerprints ain't there no more. You used to be sleeping with Johnny Lottie and everybody, but your fingerprints ain't there no more. You, Would you please lift your hands and say, his blood covers me. So, so, so when there's an accusation... When, when, when there's an accusation, pay attention. When there's an accusation, he'll throw something against you. He accuses you to God. God, so-and-so said they, they're sick, so they have to be sick. And your word says that you would give them Numbers 14, 28, exactly what you heard them say. See, he knows the word better than you do. That's why he'll try to use it against you. See, he'll try to use certain scriptures against you to get you to condemn yourself. I've heard people say, well, you know what? The Bible says be hot or cold. And since I can't be hot right now, I'm going to be cold. You fool. <laughs> Something else was about to come out, but the Holy Ghost snatched my tongue back. What kind of sense does that make? to play Russian roulette with a gun to your head. Talking about, well, I just can't be hot right now. Well, I tell you what, move closer to the hot water. And if you keep moving closer to the hot water, eventually your cold is going to turn into hot, which means I may not be where I want to be. But is there anybody in the building or online 
But you can thank God that you're not where you used to be. Why? I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. I've not accomplished everything, but I got up this morning and I fought through some tears and I fought through some exhaustion and I fought through some pain and I said, I will bless the Lord at all times and His praise shall continually be in my Yay! Come on, Wednesday. Just touch your neighbor and say, I'm making progress. 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 So Satan will, Satan will accuse you to God. But then he will accuse, he will accuse you to other people and other people to you. So he wants to keep you in a blame game all day. Had I never met that mark. What's a mark? It's an urban colloquialism for a person whom you do not enjoy. So you'll spend your days in the blame game. I wish I never met her. I wish I never met that person. I wish I never went through that. I wish I never dealt with that. Jesus Christ, I wish I never had to experience that. I wish I never had to go through that. I wish I never got that job. I wish I never moved there. Okay. Y'all ain't gonna talk. I wish I never became friends with them. I wish I never helped them. I wish I never offered an opportunity to them. So all day he's playing, trying to get you to play the blame game. So now you're blaming people. Watch me. And in your head, you can never move forward because you're so fit. Because what is blame about? Blame is about the past. So you know where he wants you to live? He wants you to live over here in the past with stuff that's already dead anyhow. You sitting up here talking about you never wish you met somebody you don't even deal with no more. You know, I'm gonna talk. You sitting here, you sitting here talking about. I wish I never made that decision for something. No, watch me. That just hasn't even been in your life for six months. Watch me. They've already blocked and unfollowed you. You're the only one that's still tripping over them. I feel like preaching tonight. So why is he trying to accuse you to get you stuck? In your present and stuck in your past. So now watch me. You can't even move on to the future. Because watch me. Because tricks are for kids. So he's using his devices on you. So you sitting at the table and the enemy's using the same bag of tricks that he's been using for years. After year, after year, after year. And he keeps using it because it works. And for some of you, here's what you have to settle in yourself. That there were some decisions you made that, watch me, that you probably shouldn't have made. And here's the reality. But you made it and it made you better. Because now when you see crazy coming, you're going to be like, oh, no, I ain't doing that again. Now when you see somebody that want to walk away, you ain't going to hold on to nobody. You know what you're going to tell them, baby? Bye. Matter of fact, I'm going to open the door for you. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. You ain't going to try to keep who don't want to be kept no more. You ready? So if he gets you accusing people and going back and forth, you stay stuck in your present and you stay stuck in your past because this is about stuff that's already happened, but you're dealing with it in your present so you never get to your future, okay? But then here's what he does. Then he tries to accuse uh, God to you. If God loved you, why are you going through this? If God loved you, why are you dealing with this? If God really cared, why are you dealing with this? And see, here's what's crazy about the argument. What's crazy about the argument is that it throws away everything you've ever been taught about this Bible. If you really love Joseph, why did Joseph have to go through what Joseph went through? If he really loved Moses, why Moses have to go through what Moses went through? If he really loved himself, why did he put himself through what he put himself through on the cross? What are you trying to tell me, Bishop? Is that the only way up is down. The only way to more is less. The only way to strength is pressure. The only way to greater is the gutter. The only way to the mountain is a valley. The only way to ascend is the first descend. What are you trying to tell me? Why are you letting him accuse you of something that don't even make no sense? 
You want to gain muscle? You go to the gym, and you know what you use? Resistance. I've never seen somebody at the gym saying, I just don't know why God doesn't love me. What do you mean, Anna Louis? Because i got to lift these heavy weights. You know what you say to them? But look at the results. Your muscles so bussing. Y'all ain't going to say that. I tried it. I tried it. Right? Let's see. It looks like you got results to show. And for some of y'all, you letting the devil trick you, making you think something's wrong, but you need to go look in that mirror and say, but doggone, I sure got some results to show. Why? Because I'm wiser now than I was before. And I'm stronger now than I was before. And I'm more spiritual now than I was before. Please open up your mouth and say, but I have some results to show. He says, the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night, which means what does he do? He runs these accusations all day. So this is the battle you're in. Accusations all day. Between blaming people, blaming God. You ready? He accuses you to you. He needs you to condemn yourself. See, he can't take nothing from you. He needs you to give it up. He couldn't take Eden from Eve. He needed her to forfeit it. He couldn't take the world from Adam. He needed him to forfeit it. He couldn't take anything from Jesus. That's why when he tempted him, he said, if you do this, I'll do this. In other words, I need you to give it to me because I can't take it. You're not like going to say nothing. And for some of y'all, you like, the devil took this. No, he didn't. You walked to that front door, opened that front door, and handed him your peace, and handed him your joy, and handed him your peace of mind. But guess what you're about to do? If I handed it to him, I'm a man from him. I wish you look at somebody and say, I'm about to take it back. Everything I gave the enemy, I'm taking it back. And I want it all this month. I demand recompense this month. I demand repayment this month. I demand my joy this month. I demand my passion this month. I demand my money this month. Please open up your mouth and say, I demand it this month. Because you gave it to him. He didn't take it. You gave it. Somebody said, but I'm about to get it all back. No, I need to just pause right here because I need to make sure every ounce of sanctified thug in you is is aroused this month. I need to make sure that every ounce of spiritual gangster in you is aroused this month because you're about to do a drive-by and go get your stuff back. You're about to do a drive-by and go get your peace back. (laughs) You're about to do a drive-by and sleep. You ain't slept in weeks. You ain't slept in months. You're about to get your rest back. On three, open up your mouth and release your praise. One, two, three, go. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Come on, Twitch. Come on, Twitter. Let's go. Let's go. The devil is an accuser. He's an accuser. But watch what the Bible says. He has been cast down. Which means God says every time he made a motion, God says all I was waiting on you to do is make an objection. And there's one of two responses. Either we will sustain your objection, which means your objection stands, or we will say overrule. Now pay attention to the language. How do you have to overrule what you didn't rule was valid? I'm going to say it to them because they don't talk over here. 
Why do you have to overrule what you never ruled was valid? Because if you don't oppose it, then whatever he lays out there, heaven says you must agree with it. So when the doctor says you got this, you got to say, oh, no, I don't. Thank you for your report. But I choose to believe the report of the Lord. <laughs> when they say you ain't going to make it, I appreciate what you said, but that, ain't, that report is not for me. I object to what you just made your motion. And what does the Bible say? The Lord cast him down, which means he overrules every objection Satan makes. He overrules everything Satan tries to put against you. And the devil's already defeated. I feel like preaching on this Wednesday night. Would you shout, say, the devil's already defeated. But if you let him, if you let him say something and you just leave it there, you don't challenge it. So when he puts an emotion in front of you and says, you need to be sad right now. If you just sit there and say, I guess so, so I'm going to just be sad. You're wasting your own years. And you'll get to the end of your life and wish you would have spent your life being happy. I need you to touch your neighbor and say, but that will not be your story. You wait until enjoy your life. As soon as I got a million dollars, I'm going to enjoy my life. You better enjoy your life with what you got now. Listen, if you can't take yourself out to a nice five-star dinner right now, take yourself out to a nice $12.99 uh, dime before five at Texas Roadhouse. Get yourself some bread. Get yourself some butter. Get yourself a steak. Get yourself a mashed potato. Spend an extra $2 and get the fixings on it. Look at your neighbor say, I will enjoy my days. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Look at somebody else say, enjoy your life. Say, stop waiting on something. Uh-oh, say, stop waiting on someone. <laughs> Come on, we got to go. We got to go. So he's an accuser. So, so this is his tricks. This is his tricks. This is his tricks. Y'all like, got the little magic thing. This is tricks. And tricks are for kids, which explains why you've been acting so childish. It's why, watch me, watch me. How do, you, how do you know? You ready for me? I'm coming for you tonight. The real you is sown when you get checked or rebuked. You got me? The real you is shown when you don't get what you want. The real you is shown when God says, nope, not yet. The real you is shown when God says, you ain't ready. So let me send you back through that cycle one more time. Look at your neighbor say, tricks are for kids. Silly rabbit. <laughs> tricks. Well, they gave me all kind of stuff tonight. Silly rabbit. I can't even fit my, my ring. It's the ring. It's the ring. That harvest ring, you know, we always taken over somewhere. So he's an accuser, but what's the next thing that he is? What's the next thing that he is? He's a sower. He believes in sowing more than you do. You ready? Genesis 8 and 22. You ready? Bible says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. 
Say, they'll never cease. Some of y'all waiting on a harvest, but you have no seed in the ground. Some of y'all are reaping a harvest because you didn't realize you had seed in the ground. What you mean? That attitude you sowed, you have to reap that. Uh-oh, that disloyalty you sowed, you have to reap that. This is why whatever I want to see, I better make sure that's what I'm sowing. And I don't know about you, but I, watch me. I know I got some good seed in the ground. It ain't perfect, but it's good. Every person that knows you got some good seed in the ground, lift your hands and say, I got good seed in the ground. So watch me. So what does the devil do? He sows, he sits, and he sees. He sows seed. He sits time. He sees harvest. The devil's more patient than we are. He's more patient than we are. And this is crazy because the Bible says in the scripture we, we looked at before, in Revelation 12, I didn't show you all of the scripture if you keep reading. He says, and the devil has come down to you with great wrath because he knows he has a short time, but he knows he has more than you. Okay, you, you ready? Luke 22 and 2. Watch these twos. Say, I'm about to witness something. Two is the biblical number of witness. So this is Judas. And most of us, when we look at Judas, we look at him like he was always this bad guy. Um, if you don't know the story of Judas, Judas, his first name um, me, uh, literally means peephole in a door. His last name, Iscariot, means traitor, son of a traitor. So he's a peephole in a door that's built to be a traitor, which means his daddy was disloyal, so he doesn't really know loyalty. Some of you are expecting from people what they don't even have the capacity to produce, which means either you lower your expectation or you change who you put your demand on. Got to hear that. Okay. All right. So Luke 22, 2, it says, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him. Talking about Jesus. For they feared the people. Now, this is interesting because y'all are big and bad about your hate for Jesus. But you meeting in secret against Jesus. It shocked your mind how many meetings have been happening in private about you. It shocked your mind how many people really don't want to see you win. It shocked your mind how many people, watch me, uh, sometimes conspiracies aren't theories. Sometimes they're real. It says, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Verse 3, then, say it like you're a Baptist preacher, say then. Y'all sound like I'm almost Spanish. <laughs> then, all right, let's go. Come on. <laughs> you ready? Let's go. Then Satan entered Judas. Stop he wasn't always this way. See, even though he was named that, he didn't have to answer to that. Just because that curse was on his family didn't mean he had to be that way. <laughs> Just because that curse was on his daddy didn't mean he had to be that way. And for some of you, you've been putting that label. This is just how we are. This is just how my family is. This is how my community is. This is how my race is. This is how my sex is. This is how this is. And you are supposed to be the interruption to the bloodline. You are supposed to be the curse breaker in your bloodline. Just because they call you that doesn't mean you have to answer to that. Judas never had to answer to what his name meant. <laughs> then Satan entered him. What do you mean he entered him? Esokomai is the Greek word, language of our New Testament. It means like eating food, a thought entered your mind through a conversation. So Judas, now we see your problem. Who you've been talking to? Let me tell you, when people turn on you, it's because they've been talking to somebody. 
that introduced the thought. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Because they were originally loyal, team you, team you, team you. And for some of you, you can sit back and watch their spirit change. You were like, you were real faithful and dedicated. And all of a sudden, you real trifling and sloppy now. Who you been talking to? You used to would fight somebody for me. Now I got to spend my time fighting you. Who you been talking to? You, you used to be on your game, on your squad. Who you been talking to? So how did Satan enter Judas? He entered through a conversation. This is why it, ma it, it makes, watch me, it's a big deal who you interact with. It's a big deal who you talk to. You ready for me? Not just other people. What conversations has he entered because you've been talking to yourself? Because some of you, he, he, watch me, he hijacks your conversations with you. And before you know it, you got a terrorist on your plane. Before you know it, you got snakes on your plane. And it's a snake you put on your plane. And some of y'all need to get a Samuel L. Jackson anointed. I'm sick of all these snakes on this plane. They would keep it right there. <laughs> Watch me. Judas, surname Iscariot, who was numbered among the 12. Say seed. seed. Satan sold. Listen to the word. He sold a thought through a conversation. He sold a thought through a conversation. Verse 4. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. Look at me. He went what way? His way. Now, literally, that's meaning that he got up and he walked a certain direction. But it's also giving us this, this information and this inference that he walked different than his leader walked. Jesus said, we're going over here. Judas said, I'm going to go over here. So Judas didn't value, watch me, he did not value, pay attention, he did not value the blessing of having somebody to cover him. He didn't value the blessing of having something to provide instruction and direction and information. and So he went his way, watch me, to the chief priests and captains. And he's feeling real good about himself because he was never good enough to meet with them until he was around Jesus. Which means Judas, peep game, they don't want you, they want who you're close to. They never wanted to talk to you before. The only reason you popping now is because they see who you rolling with. And for some of you, what trips you out is that these people that betray you and do you dirty, you're like, you're doing me dirty for somebody that used to talk about you. Am I talking to anybody on this Wednesday night? You're like, how y'all going to click up and be friends and all the mess you didn't talk about? You, you, you finna betray me with them? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Uh, let's go. So Judas is filling himself. Look at your name and say he's filling himself. Because he's being invited into meetings he was never invited into before. So he thinks, wait, listen carefully. So now Satan has sown into Judas' insecurity and his sense of low self-esteem and his sense of insignificance. Because now you're being invited, listen, listen, look at the Bible, with the chief priests and captains. You don't even deserve to be in this room with them because you haven't, watch me, you haven't earned this level of access. But because of who you're next to, Jesus, 
Because of who you're next to, your leader. Now, all of a sudden, you get pulled into a room that's making you start to feel yourself and think, it's my time. And whatever I got to do, it's my time to shine. I've been helping Jesus sign for three and a half years. It's my time to shine. But what you don't know is Satan sowed something in you. Watch me. And he used his tricks against you. And you're about to make the worst decision of your life. Because the only thing they want is access to who you're connected to, not you. Some people don't even understand that the only reason they're still alive is because of your prayers. I feel like preaching now. Some people don't even understand that the only reason they're still making it is because of what you sacrificed for them. Some people don't even understand that the reason they're still shamday is because when the Lord was ready to smite them, you, you did like Moses and prayed them through. Yep. This is too much for a Wednesday night. It says, it says, so he went his way and he conferred. What does this mean? He got some co-signers for his error. So Satan sold this seed, but now pay attention. He sends Judas to some people to say, yeah, Judas, you're right. He needs somebody to tell him he's right, even though he's wrong. You ready? See, Satan, he mixes truth and fiction together. He told Eve, for God knows in the day that you eat of the food, you will not surely die. You will become like him, knowing the difference between good and evil. But you were already like him, Eve. So how is he tempting you with something you already have? He mixes fact and fiction, and he needed you to get a co-signer on your error. So now you watch what did Eve do. The Bible says, and she ate and gave to her Husband, co-signer. And notice her co-signer was who she married. Be careful that you don't marry a co-signer for confusion and error. Because one of the, I feel like teaching tonight. Because one of the curses of Deuteronomy 28 is that you would marry your own destruction. Let's talk. Luke 22, 4. So he went his way and conferred the chief priests and the captains, how he might betray him to them. Who came up with the idea? Judas did. Because Satan introduced the thought to feed his insecurities. See, this is why some people, you're like, I just don't know why they, why they did me like that. Because Satan introduced to feed their insecurities. They knew you were too good for them. I'll talk over here because they don't talk over there. They, 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 watch me, they knew that you deserved better than that type of friendship. And some of y'all need to look at some of the people around you and say, I serve a better God than this. I, some of y'all need to look at some of the relationships in your life and say, I serve a better God than this. So now, watch me, seed, time, Calvary, that's harvest. That's harvest. That's harvest. Judas was around Jesus and still pumped. <laughs> okay, I need you to listen. Y'all with me? Yes, Say, but let him who stole, stole. steal no, no longer. It is possible to be around the Lord and still get pumped. It's possible to get the word and still get pumped. It's possible to worship and sow and serve and do everything you're supposed to do with them five T's, time, talent, thirst, treasure, testimony, and still get pumped. And I need you to touch somebody close and say, but that will not be your story. Come on, online, drop that in the comments. That will not be your story. And I really don't care what happened through November, or excuse me, through October 31st. It's the first day of a new month. 
and what was is over. And I'm at the brink of a new beginning. I'm at the gateway of a brand new month. I'm at the gateway of what he didn't do in the first 10. I'm going to watch God do in the last two. So look at Matthew 27, 5. Then he threw down the pieces of silver. So they gave him 30 pieces of silver. They paid him. You'd be shocked how little people will take to do you wrong. $50 will make people act a fool. <laughs> yeah. You'd be loyal to people, watch me, for nothing, and they would trade you for $3. Am I right about it? So Judas, after he realizes he was wrong, because here's what Satan does. What does he do? He sows, he sits, and he sees. Say he sows, he sits, and he sees. Say he sows, he sits, and he sees. So after he sees, he leaves. See, this is why after you do something wrong, you feel so alone. Because he was in there with you when you was doing it. And then when you were done, he said, now feel condemned and leaves. Y'all ain't going to send it to me? When you were acting a fool, he was with you when you were acting a fool. And then after you act a fool, he leaves. Because he says, now you got to clean this mess up by yourself. But what I love about God is that when the enemy steps off the scene, our God is so faithful and our God is so loving and our God is so good that he'll come up and say, you messed this up, but I'm about to help you clean this up. I need you to go to three people and say, God's about to help you clean up. Come on, type it online. God's about to help you clean up. God's about to help you. I know you made the mistake, but God's about to help you clean it up. I know you made the failure, but God's about to help you. Help you. Come on, lift your hand and say, he's about to help me. Matthew 27 and 5. So then he leaves. He sows, he sees. Uh, or sows, sits, sees, then he leaves. Say sows, sits, sees, then he leaves. Matthew 27 and 5. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed. Oh, now you want to sow. You missed it. Where did he throw the money down? In the church. So Judas, now you want to give. You've been stealing for Jesus for years. You've been robbing your tithes and offerings for years. And now you want to give. Okay, you'll get it later. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and he departed. Watch what happens. Say, he's like, I got you. You thought these chief priests and these captains wanted you? So now it feels worse because now you feel like how stupid was I to give up on the one that never gave up on me. Now it feels, this is why some people, even though they want to apologize, their pride won't let them because they feel so foolish for how they, okay, I'll talk over here because these people don't say that over here. This is why some people want to come back in your life, but their pride won't let them come back in your life because the truth is they're like, I, I, I messed that up. But, uh oh, but I got the Holy Ghost. I pray the Holy Ghost make them apologize. Oh, God. God, I pray that you make them apologize. I pray that you turn their hearts and you force them to open their mouth and apologize. Lift your hands, open your mouth, say, Apology coming. Let's go. <laughs> Judas 
I'm done. Judas would never apologize. All he had to do, all he had to do was wait until Jesus resurrected. But see, watch me. His pride made him think, I killed him. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You don't have that type of power. See, there's some people who think, I really got him. You ain't got that type of power. There's some people who think, I really got over on them. That's what you think you did? You ain't got that type of power. Because my God is the God that might wait until the last minute, but he'll do like he did the children of Israel. On the last day of the last year, on the last night, he gave a last minute miracle. Look at your neighbor, ask him this question. Say, is that what you think they did? Uh-uh, you got to say it with the inflections in the voice that I gave. Say, is that what you think they did? Good, very good. Come on, online. Ready? They, see, Judas thought, I killed him. I did this. You don't even have this type of power. You, oh, 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 I see. You think you can kill me. You think you can take me out. Jesus said, no man takes my life. I'm giving this as an offering. See, there are some people that thought, if I do him like this, he ain't going to recover. Oh, is that what you think? If I do it like this, she's not going to recover. Oh, is that what you think? You don't have that type of power. Because all you did was make me go away for three days. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. I'll be back. Look at somebody say, I'll be back. You don't have that type of power. The most you did was send me, was give me three days of paid vacation. I don't know who I'm talking to, but that person, that person on your job that's giving you hell right now, the most they going to do is give you some vacation days. Because they hung him high. Come on, let's preach it like a Baptist church. And they stretched him wide. And he hung his head. And for me, he died. But that's not how. Come on here. The story is because three days later, what did he do? He rose again. Look at somebody and say, I'm getting back up again. Come on, let's go. Say, I'm getting back up again. Let's go. Let's leave it alone. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and he departed. And went, watch what he did, and he hung himself. This is why you don't need to worry about blame. Why? Because every Judas will self-destruct. You don't have to hang them. They'll do it for you. No, no I need you to catch this. See, because what, what Satan wants you to do is get involved in these street fights. Like you a street fighter. He wants you to get involved in mortal combat. He, pay attention. He wants you to do all that. When, watch me. When, when I'm seated in heavenly places, this battle is too low for me. I know you want to go back and forth on social media. I'm not doing that. Come on, I'm trying to teach you. I know they want to go back and forth with you on text. I'm not doing that. I know they want to go back and forth with you on the phone. I'm not doing that. I know they want to go back and forth with you on the email. I'm not doing that. Why? Because you will not sow 
sit, see, then leave me with a mess to clean up. Say, not me, not me, not me. So here it is. Remember this from Luke 22, 2, or 22, 3? Then Satan entered Judas. Like eating food, a thought entered his mind from a conversation. Say, Satan entered Judas. Talk Wednesday. Say, Satan entered Judas. You, know, you got to talk like an army, y'all. Come on, y'all didn't do good. Talk like an army. Say, and Satan entered Judas. Come on, there we go. That's harvest right there. So if it's like eating food, question, food is fuel and fuels whatever is present. Let me back to Daniel. He said, Bishop, didn't you say question? Mm -hmm, it is because it's a statement and a question at the same time. If fuel is fuel, fuel and it fuels whatever's present, then what was present in Judas? A fear of rejection. So wait, it's, what was Satan's tricks? You ready? You know what Satan did? Satan said, I'm going to feed that with all these genetically modified chemicals. You ready? I'm going to feed that. Oh, you got a low, you, you fear being rejected? Why you fear being rejected, Judas? Because you're stealing from Jesus. And, and you think that Jesus is going to figure out you've been stealing from him. And once he figures out, you've been, mm, well, good though. Contains bioengineered food ingredients. Y'all better read these boxes. Because Satan's been serving you stuff you can't digest. He's been serving you stuff that's not even edible. That's why you're still chewing on it from two years ago and you're confused about something that, you, oh, y'all not going to talk? That's why you've still been chewing on something your daddy said 10 years ago. You've been chewing on something your mama said five years ago. You've been chewing on something, it's not even edible. Come on, say this isn't even food. So he says, okay, Judas, what's in there? Oh, you got to fear rejection because you've been stealing from Jesus? I'm going to just go have a little bit. I'm going to fuel that. So now you're so scared of being rejected that everything you do actually brings what you don't want. You quit people before they can quit you and they were never going to quit you. Oh, you got low self-esteem, Judas? Ooh, let's fuel that. So now you're going to walk around being a jack behind the people. I cleaned it up. <laughs> Ready? See, people with low self-esteem, they mask it by being extra. So they have to announce everything. They got to tell you everything. They want you to know where they live, what they bought, how much it costs, where they go, where they don't go. I didn't ask you all of that. But your, your low self-esteem is talking. I know my worth. I know my value. Great. Then know it. Why you got to announce it? Because your low self-esteem makes you announce the price because nobody really saw it. <laughs> nobody really saw it. I'm teaching better than y'all are saying. Amen. I like when I come back from Atlanta. I come back on. Y'all come, come to church on Wednesdays hungry. Ready? Okay, let's go. Oh, I know what it is, Judas. You always the victim, huh? Everybody always, it's always you they doing wrong. It's always you. I know, I know, Judas. I know, come here, come here, have some cereal. Have some cereal. 
have some cereal. Come on, because tricks are for. So no wonder you acted childish. You were given the opportunity of a lifetime, Judas, to serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and your only job was to count his money. Your only job was to make sure his money was right. And you couldn't even do that because you're always got to play the victim. And the problem is we can never have victory if you're content on playing the victim. Touch the neighbor and say, you won't get victory if you're playing the victim. Well, I had a hard life. Who didn't? Well, you know, nobody handed me a silver spoon. Great, they gave me plastic too. But you better take that plastic and start you a takeout business. You better take that plastic and start you a DoorDash business. You better take that, but you better take it and work it. I need you to prophesy to somebody close to you. I'm done Wednesday, but look at somebody say, take it and work it. Take it and work it. Type that in the comments. Take it and work it. Take it and work it. Take it and work it. Bishop, I ain't got but that much hair. Take it and work it. Because as long as you're a victim, you'll never get victory. You'll never get victory. So he fed it. So what was in Judas? Say, what was in Judas? I made reference to it already. But one of my favorite Bible characters, John, John the Beloved, because John is petty. I love his petty so much. No, I, I really do. When I say petty, what I mean by that is he says stuff in a way where he didn't have to say it, but he wants to make sure you get the feeling and the inference behind what he's saying. You, you, you know, like his petty is the type of petty where, you know, somebody be like, yeah, I'm going through this and going through that and going through that. And his petty is like this. Well, I told you. Well, will you help me? I'll help you pray that you don't disobey what I said the next time. Then he'll smile at you. You know what I'm saying? Listen, neighbor, say, John is petty. So one day, there's this woman. Pay attention. There's this woman, and her name is Mary, and we call her Magdalene, but that's not her last name. That's, that's where she was from. That's not her name. Mary Magdalene. Yes, the Magdalene family. They, they came to the Jenkins. No. That's not her last name. She's from Magdala, so we call her Mary Magdalene. We don't know her last name. I like that the Bible doesn't often give you too much information so you can't do too much research. In other words, God says, you don't need to know all her business. Would you touch your neighbor and say, he's covering some stuff for you. So she comes in. She's got this bottle of perfume that was a year's worth of wages. And she busts this perfume out. Because the Bible tells us that Jesus had actually healed her and she had seven demons. So, so she had a lot going on. But you have to find that in somebody else's story because it ain't right here in this part of the story. That's just so amazing to me because God is always going to great lengths to make sure that people only know what he wants them to know. Come on, open up your mouth. Say, he covers me. So, so she comes in, she, she pours this oil and this perfume, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's Hebrew Prada, it's Hebrew Gucci, it's whatever, whatever. Pick, pick whatever you want, pick whatever brand. It was the nicest because she said, I'm not going to bring him something that doesn't cost me something. Yeah. 
And you know my problem with American Christianity is that most American Christians want to give him what costs them nothing. Your worship costs him nothing. Your serving costs him nothing. Your giving costs him nothing. You want to offer a God who's used to being given what costs something nothing and say, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. See how quiet it just got? But I think there's some people in this building and online that can say, Lord, I'm like David. I won't offer the Lord anything that doesn't cost me something. And whatever the price, I'm willing to pay. Is there anybody where you can lift your hands in this building and online and say, Lord, whatever the price, I'm willing to pay. I'll sacrifice. If I got to stay up late, I'll sacrifice. If I got to give, I'll sacrifice. If I got to serve, I'll sacrifice. If I got to forgive somebody I don't want to forgive, I will sacrifice. Please open your mouth saying it should cost me something. If your relationship with the Lord costs you nothing, no wonder why you treat it that way. You ready for this? Say go deeper, Bishop. If people's relationship with you costs them nothing, no wonder why they treat you like. You offering up everything for free, no wonder they don't want to pay. Now just say amen so I can move on. I can't stay right there. We got to go. You ready? You meet somebody on Monday. They're your best friend by Wednesday. That friendship costs nothing. So no wonder why by that following Monday, y'all ain't friends no more. It costs nothing. It costs nothing. It costs nothing. It costs nothing. So this woman spent her, look at me, a year's worth of her wages. Say 12 months. Think about what you make in 12 months and think about spending it on one bottle. For, watch me, for one act that he's going to wash off. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. See, for some of you, here's why you won't sacrifice. is because you're looking at what happens with it. And what happens with it is really none of your concern. What, why was this fragrant oil, this is what Judas says, not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? So she pours this on his feet. You got to think about it. Now, in the Hebrew culture, they walked around everywhere. Jesus had sandals. Song says Jesus walks. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't floating places. Even on the water, he walked on the water. I don't know how you thought he got around. He didn't have an Uber. He didn't have a driver. They could barely get him a hotel room. He, he wasn't counting his team to get him no driver. <laughs> you ready? They were walking places. So his feet were probably in need of some love. Look at me. Pay attention because I'm about to go. She saw a need. And she said, I can meet that need. I maybe can't preach. I maybe can't lay hands. I maybe ain't ready to do this. I maybe can't qualify for this. I'm, I'm, and that, the 12 could only be men because of the Hebrew culture and the Hebrew law at the time. So I can't be one of the 12, but I tell you what I will do. I see a need I can meet. So let me serve. Woo! I wish you touched somebody and said, there's a need that you can meet. I'm done, Wednesday. So she served the need. And so she pours this 
$300 bottle, which is a year's worth of wages. She pours it on his feet. Then she takes her hair. She's a Hebrew woman. This is North Africa. So I want you to think of the texture of her hair, which means this ain't going to wash out real fast. Which means not only is it going to cost her something, but it's going to be inconvenient for me to have to deal with the aftermath of the sacrifice I made in the first place. See, some people want your glory, but they don't know your story. They want the blessing, but they didn't see the pressing. They want the purpose, but they don't see the pressure. Touch your neighbor and say, it costs a lot to be me. Let's go. Why was this fragrant oil? This is Judas. So Judas sees her do that, and she takes her hair, and she literally wipes this, 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 this fragrant oil, this cologne, off of his feet. Now his feet smell good, and her hair wiped a little of the dirt and dust. Because in not too many chapters from now, she didn't realize she was anointing him for burial. I'm a, you ready for me? I'm about to release the oil for him to walk through the worst moment of his life. This is too deep for y'all on a Wednesday. <laughs> you ready? So look, so Judas sitting up watching. Remember Satan sows, he sits, he sees, then he leaves. He's sitting here watching. Hmm. Why was this? He's looking over at somebody. Pay attention to people who are having meetings when you're having a meeting. Did you hear what I just said? Okay, all right. you, you'll get every leader. Pay attention to that because you don't have to. Lord, who are my Judases? Just watch the room. When we're having a meeting and you're having another meeting, you're my Judas. If we talk about something. And the leader talking and you talking about something else, you're a problem. It's quiet in this building. I come for every foul, separate meeting, having spirit. Touch your neighbor and say, no separate meetings. <laughs> Judas sitting in there having another meeting. Uh, hmm. Oh, girl. Why was this not sold for 300? Now, how you know how much it cost, Judas? How you know how much it cost, Judas? You went to the store? Oh, yeah, you went with the money you've been stealing from Judas. Because look at the next part of the verse. It says, the next part of the verse, this he said, not because he cared for the poor, but he was a thief. And he had Jesus' money box. He was Jesus' treasure. And he used to take what was put in it. You know how much you, you know why you know how much the cologne costs? Because you've been taking Jesus' money to go get you some. Now you're looking at Judas like, I can't believe that, but how many of you took your tithes to go get you some? Up! Oh! Preach, Bishop. And I'm only using that as an example because I want everybody blessed. That's all. I just want you blessed. We say 100% blessed. I need everybody connected to harvest blessed. I need everybody connected to harvest debt free. 
I need everybody connected to Harvest to attract increase, overflow, and favor. So when I preach that, do not hear that as anything other than you have a shepherd that wants to make sure you get everything that God has for you. Y'all, I got to go. Would you open up your mouth and say, I'm getting everything God has for me. Come on, stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Come on, stand on your feet in the building and no line. In the building and no line. How did Satan know these things? He studied him. The devil studied Judas. Just like he's been studying you. He's been studying you. He's been looking at you. He's been looking at you. He's been studying you to figure out what works. He's been looking at you to figure out what aggravates you. He's been looking at you to figure out what makes you want to snap, crackle, and pop. He's been looking at you to see what will make you act crazy. And he keeps pushing the same button. Because it works. Why try something new? I don't know about you, but I used to play video games. Used to play video games. <laughs> I'm not even going to. But I used to play video games. If I find a move that worked, so on Mortal Kombat, it was back, back, forward. And then Mortal, it was Raiden, and you know, and it was back, back, forward. And then Raiden would release the, he released the thunder, and then he'd fly across the city. Yeah. Them the only moves I used. I was like, kick, kick, fly. I was like, I don't need no other moves. Like, do you want to study the manual? I don't want to study the manual because the moves I use work. And for some of y'all, Satan been kick, kick, and flying across at you. He studied you. All he got to do is let you get a bill for $15 and now you. All you got to do is have that one family member call you with some mess. And now you went from, won't God do it and ain't God good to, Lord, I'm so tired. So if he's been studying you this month, we're going to study him. Pay attention. For this purpose, to defeat his devices. Let him who stole. Come on, on three. You're going to release a praise and here's what your praise is for. Like this month, whatever the enemy used against you in the first 10 months, it will not work in the last two. One, two, three, go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, every platform, everybody in the building and online. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let him who stole. Let him who stole. Let him who stole. Lift your hands. So God, I pray for every seed that Satan has sown that is yielding. Look at this. Black roses. Death. I pray for every seed that he's sown in us that it would die at its root. For every seed he's sown in us that it would be cursed at its root. And that he will not be victorious against us another day of our lives. We are not ignorant to the devices of the devil. We are not ignorant to the devices of the devil. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Somebody say hallelujah. 
Listen, heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and online. Remain standing with me for just a moment. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, you slip your hand up or you say, it's me online. In the building, you slip your hand up online. You do the hand wavy emoji or say, it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, tonight's your night. Don't miss your moment. Tomorrow's not promised. Mr. Foreman, I just feel like I'm going to wait until Sunday to give my life to the Lord. Sunday's not promised. That's a trick. Stop eating this genetically modified food. Sunday is not promised. Sunday is not promised. Heck, the next second isn't promised. So you got to maximize every moment right now. And if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at on the count of three, I want you to slip that hand up in this building online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, hands up in this building online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Come on, Harvest. We're a church that celebrates when people come to the Lord. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, take your phone out, text, uh, text the word HARVEST to 55498 or scan the QR code that's there on the screen. Listen, some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. You don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world, be a part of the Harvest Church family. What does it mean to join a church? It really means you're joining the voice that God's called you to. All right. Bible says in Jeremiah 3 that God gives you shepherds after his own heart. And once you know who your shepherd is, you just lock in. It's just that simple. Well, Bishop, I've never met you. You don't have to. It's a spiritual connection. This thing is spiritual. Everybody say, this thing is spiritual. And so we'd love for you to be a part of the family. Text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code that's on the screen. When you came in, there were elements for communion. And I get you to peel back that top layer. For my online family, you can literally order communion. We'll send it to you totally free of charge. You just cover the shipping. It's prayed over. It's blessed. For those of you that you don't have communion elements, go get you some crackers and grape juice. You say, Bishop, I don't have either. Well, then you be ready by next month. Communion is something sacred. Bible says that many people approached it casually, and for that reason, they slept or died. Which means this isn't something we approach casually. We approach this with reverence. Fathers, the bishop in your church, transform this to your blood and your body. We eat remembering your sacrifice for us. You are our Lord. You are our King. You are our Savior. Communion is reserved for those that are believers. That's why we do the invitation first. Thank you for your sacrifice. In Jesus' name, you can eat the bread. Peel the next layer back. Lift it towards heaven. On the night Jesus was betrayed by who I just taught about, you know what he did? He held up a chalice of wine. He was so focused. He didn't let Judas sow against him. He said, I know exactly what you're doing, and go hurry up and do it quickly. And for some of you, that's just, you need to release certain people in your life with that thought. Do whatever you're going to do and do it quickly. Because I got stuff to do. I got life to live. 
Father, thank you for your blood sacrifice that pays the price for our sins, our mistakes, our failures. You can receive the juice now. If you'll pass your elements to the end of your row, they're going to come collect those elements. If you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you're going to sow the seal, get that ready. Our seed tonight, we're going to cover every day this month. There's 30 days in this month. We're going to cover every day in this month. It's the first day of the month. We're sowing 30. And we're covering this month. Call this my November seed. I'm covering it. And let him who stole. Come on, say it with me. Say, let him who stole. Y'all got to say it with me. Say, let him who stole. Steal no longer. All right, so how can you sow that? Use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giblify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You want to use text to give, text them out to 84321. Enter Harvest Church when you see that Harvest Church V, the one that's on my hoodie. That's exactly where you want to be. You can mail it in P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. Say, Bishop, I don't have 30. Get as close as you can to that. But everybody sow something to cover your November. Maybe you want to do 130 cents. Maybe you want to do 3,030, whatever. Keep that 30 in there. And we're going to cover your November. If you missed the pop-up today, go back and watch it. The next few pop-ups are going to be to cover the month of November. It's going to be an amazing month, y'all. I said it's going to be an amazing month, y'all. I said it's going to be an amazing month, y'all. Come on, lift your giving to the Lord in the building and online. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing because I'm a faithful giver. I flourish. All things are working together for my good. I sow to seal this word I've heard. Believing, it's going to be an amazing November. God will nullify Satan's plans. I will have noteworthy accomplishments. And I'm stepping into my next. All of that in the month of November. Coming attractions. It's going to be something to see. Say it with authority. Say it's going to be something to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Bastards are passing here at Grape Street. For those of you online, you can scan the QR code if you want to do that. Why do we sow the seal? May of 2022, God spoke to me, and he said, son, every message, every prayer, I want you to give people an opportunity to sow. I said, God, I've never done that like that before. Um, he said, when you do what you've never done, you're going to get what you've never gotten. You're going to receive what you've never received. He says, I'm going to release wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. And I just want you to make this declaration and say, we are a wealthy people. Say, we lack nothing in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So don't forget, this weekend, what's our schedule? 9.15 in this building and online. And then Sunday night, at, we're going to do two more interest services in the month of November, and, um, and they've been going great, and so we're going to do two more, and, um, and then I'll tell you how we're going to move and once we get a little bit closer to that time. So then Sunday night in Atlanta, Georgia at 6 p.m. at 447, it's on the website, 4479 South Atlanta Road, Southeast, all right? And then for my online family, 915, 1115, 115, 4 and 7, all of that's mountain time. And then, of course, daily pop-ups, and then we'll be right back in this building next Wednesday at 7 o'clock Mountain. Let's do it together, everybody. 
Love God, love people, and love life. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients. So I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at CISA.gov forward slash secure our world.